Welcome to Random Rambling and Rhetoric with TJ Mercer. That's my TT. And it's all powered by the Samsung Notes. Now, here's my TT. I just loves me some porta potties, said no one ever. I don't know about you, but the ickiest thing on the planet is when I am forced to use a porta potty. I try to hold my bladder until the last possible minute. And what about nasty public restrooms? Ew, public restrooms plus kids. Parents, what do you do as soon as you take them to a public bathroom? You make them hold up their hands and forbid them to touch anything. Then you get in the stall, there's no toilet paper or seat cover, you handle your business, come out, and then there's no soap or paper towels. Lord, how much of Jesus is just not a good situation all around. Fortunately, though, fortunately, there's the restroom kit, a full bathroom solution the size of a lightweight deck of cards. A deck of cards, y'all. I keep one in my purse all the time just because it's complete with a full patented oversized toilet seat cover, enough toilet paper to cover the essentials, plus wet wipes for your tushy and your hands. The restroom kit is a don't leave home without a necessity for your road trips, you going camping, the beach, festivals, basically any restroom that ain't yours. Even that friend of yours who's cleaning is not their strong suit. You know what I mean. So pop on over and visit therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. And when you use the code RAMBLINGS, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-S, you will get 15% off your purchase. So stop going to the bathroom without the full protection you need. Go get the restroom kit at therestroomkit.com. Welcome to Random Rambling and Rhetoric with TJ Mercer. That's my TT. And it's all powered by the Samsung Notes. Now, here's my TT. I just loves me some porta potties, said no one ever. I don't know about you, but the ickiest thing on the planet is when I am forced to use a porta potty. I try to hold my bladder until the last possible minute. And what about nasty public restrooms? Ew, public restrooms plus kids. Parents, what do you do as soon as you take them to a public bathroom? You make them hold up their hands and forbid them to touch anything. Then you get in the stall, there's no toilet paper or seat cover, you handle your business, come out, and then there's no soap or paper towels. Lord, how much of Jesus is just not a good situation all around. Fortunately, though, fortunately, there's the restroom kit, a full bathroom solution the size of a lightweight deck of cards. A deck of cards, y'all. I keep one in my purse all the time just because it's complete with a full patented oversized toilet seat cover, enough toilet paper to cover the essentials, plus wet wipes for your tushy and your hands. The restroom kit is a don't leave home without a necessity for your road trips, you going camping, the beach, festivals, basically any restroom that ain't yours. Even that friend of yours who's cleaning is not their strong suit. You know what I mean. So pop on over and visit therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com.
Com. And when you use the code RAMBLINGS, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-S, you will get 15% off your purchase. So stop going to the bathroom without the full protection you need. Go get the restroom kit at therestroomkit.com. We are live, I believe. I believe we are live. I want to make sure uh, that we are live. I think <laughs> uh, we're on a new platform and see it here. Okay. So that was quick. Uh, so I'm looking, I'm on a new platform and give me grace that <laughs> I am still learning what I'm doing. It's like, am I able to see and uh, hold, just give me a second because on a new platform uh, that I want to see what it looks like for the comments. So just bear with me as I just do some things. So just give me a second. Okay. We're going to close the YouTube at the same time. Okay. Okay. So I am going to assume if you're watching me, if you're watching me, on if you're hey everybody y'all are coming in hey dolly titch uh simonia uh don't be mad at me simonia <laughs> i'm on stream yard i'm going stream yard i i thought about it i should have run it by you but um i'm simultaneously going live from on on uh my personal page my business page youtube periscope and then i've got instagram over here so, and that is the first time that this is the first night ever that I have uh, done that. So with that said, hey, y'all, thanks for tuning in. My Facebook family, my Periscope family, I, I cannot see comments right now, but I promise you that when it's over, I am going to go over and look at the comments, okay? Uh, oh, wait. Oh, I see what it's doing. So I see uh, to Costawana, wait, Costawana is on Periscope. So it's all my comments are coming in the same place. All right, that's good to know. Okay, so I don't have to worry about looking at comments all over the place. I can be totally focused here and I can see that Costawana uh, is giving me the icon of where people are. Yes, okay, we're in business, y'all. Um, Hey, Kiana. So I got my IG because IG cannot simulcast uh, through StreamYard. So I've got IG here. So all right. So this is an August full of TJ is what I'm calling it right now. I had no fancy thing to call it, to be honest with you. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, I am TJ Mercer. I typically am known as the walking exclamation point and uh, the chief noisemaker of Media Mavericks Academy, which means I teach coaches, authors, entrepreneurs, business people how to book themselves in the media without a publicist and without being a celebrity. And most recently, I earned another title of the Bingo Boss because my bingo squad and I, some of them are in the chat, my bingo squad and I did something epic in the month of June 
we raised over $1 million for the 2020 grads of HBCUs. And we played every Saturday in June where we gave all of that away in cash and prizes. So um, yeah, there we go. But, but for the month of August, my focus is to be a sap, somebody's answered prayer, which is basically what all the titles that I have, it all kind of falls under being a sap. I wake up every day focused on being somebody's answered prayer. Hey, Miss Gertie Burt, Tamisha, Kiva. Hi, honey. Um, so I'm, I don't know what the heck we doing, y'all. I'm just gonna be honest. If you saw my post on Facebook or if you got the email, this really is an obedience thing. Um, after the high of ABCU bingo, God just basically shut me down and dealt with some stuff and started showing me new things that I've never encountered before. And what, what, I, what came out of that, that time with him Wednesday was that he wanted me to go live and make it back to the beginning. He wanted me to go live every day uh, for the month of August and get and get back to the beginning of how I even started finding my voice. Um, mm. A lot of you know, but for some of you who don't, let me just bring you up to speed. I started live streaming about five years ago. Miss Winford, hey Nancy. And it was strictly by accident. It was strictly by accident. <laughs> um, Lisa Nichols had had on one of her uh, broadcasts and it was on Periscope. I had never done Periscope. And because of her, it, no, it wasn't on Periscope. It was, it was a telesummit. And, but she was Periscoping or something. I don't know what it was. But the next morning I woke up and the Holy Spirit whispered, go live on Periscope. And I was like, say what now? And I'm laying in the bed. Say what now? Go live on Periscope. Go live. At, what? Well, I don't even know what that means. And so he wouldn't shake. He wouldn't let it go. And he kept saying, go live on Periscope. And I was just like, I don't even know what that means. I don't even have a Periscope account. I don't even have the app on my phone. So I downloaded the app and Okay, don't think I'm stupid, but you might laugh at what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, and Instagram, this is August full of TJ. I'm going live 30 days to share my heart because I didn't type in the, the comment section of what it is, so I couldn't pin it. Um, and what had happened <laughs> was I'm messing around on my phone and I'm thinking if I hit go live, it's going to tell me it's going to give me another screen to do something. And so I hit go live and I was live. <laughs> and I'm seeing people come in going, hey, TJ, hey, TJ. And I'm like, how do y'all even know that I'm live? Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. So how do y'all know that I'm live? And so they literally had, and mind you, I was in my pajamas. I was in my pajamas. Thank you for covering me, Andrea. I was in my pajamas and so I'm laying in bed. Good thing I was fully clothed, but I'm going, how did y'all know? And they had to explain to me 
how it worked. It is sent, Periscope was attached to my Twitter and it sent out to my Twitter. And so that's how they knew. And so then I'm reading it and I'm going, okay, so what do I do now? And they were like, well, just talk to us. And I was like, talk to y'all about what? <laughs> and they were like, I don't know. And so I don't even know what I talked about on that first Periscope. I just know that by the end, they had convinced me to go live the next day. And the next day, they convinced me to go live the next day. So about three months, I went live Monday through Friday, I, I think it was. I went live having no plan, not even planning it. And I served people. Most of a lot of you here, Tish, uh, uh, a lot of you here, I think maybe Tawan, I'm not sure. A lot of you here, no, Periscope is still, is still there, Kiana. I'm live on Periscope. Um, most of you here found me on Periscope. Some, some of my biggest cheerleaders found me on Periscope, but they found me not having a none, uh, having a clue on what the heck I was doing or why I was doing it. All I knew was that God had told me to go live on Periscope. That's it. And if you saw the post that I did today, it listed about seven things that I did having no clue. Cheryl over here on Instagram is saying she found me on Periscope as well. Come on now. And that just came from the fact that I obeyed. I didn't have the whole plan. I didn't know why. I actually told God, I don't want to go live on Periscope. But I knew, I knew that that that's what he was calling me to do. So therein lies kind of where we started. And so this is me essentially doing a reset and going back to my roots. I developed a band of misfits that I called my tea lights. Hi, Kareem, that I call my tea lights uh, out of Periscope because they showed up with me every day with one mission to light up the world. And what I used to say is the tea lights that play on my name, but also coming from tea lights, the little candles, that if you sit one little candle in the, in the room, it's not going to emit that much light. But if you, hey, Sherry, but if you put a bunch of them bad boys in one room, that thing is going to glow. And so my job was to assemble a bunch of tea lights who would be willing to find their voice, make some noise, serve the world, and become other people's sap. Somebody's answered prayer. And so with August being the eighth month and the month of new beginnings, I feel like God is going to move. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I feel like there's going to be somebody coming in my orbit, that there's somebody who actually needs to find their voice for this next season. Because what I realized a long time ago is that my voice is crucial to a lot of people's destiny. 
and it serves me, me no good, God no good, and you no good if I don't use the gift that he's given me in my voice. So as a result, my job, as my coach used to say, Lisa Nichols, my job is to let you hook your train to my caboose and get the confidence, get the cheerleader out of me, pull whatever you need out of me to go to the next level. We're in a, in a climate where things are strange, things are scary, things don't make sense, things are uncertain, things are unstable. We don't know what is going on. But yet there's a group of people who God has uniquely assigned to me, to me, to help you get to your next level, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Only you and God may know. And so for the next 30 days, my job is to show up for you, Ben, show up for you, Sherry, show up for you, Tish, show up for you, Talena, show up for you, Nancy, show up for Marie, show up for Tawana, whatever you need from me that I can deliver, my job is to be there for the month of August while he's doing other stuff. So I want to go, I want to go, let's go to Genesis 12, one through six. Oh, let me put out my disclaimer that I used to do uh, when I was doing Periscope regularly, that I'm known as the Bible storyteller. And understand when you come to me and I deal with scripture, I'm not dealing, at least right now, I ain't gonna never say what God ain't gonna do because I'm in situations now that I was like, Lord, I ain't never thought I would be here. But initially I was never called to like exegete the text and look at the Greek and the Hebrew and do all of that. My gift with dealing with the Bible and scripture is I tend to see what's happening in between the lines. And I tend to actually can paint the picture and pull out nuggets that are beneficial to you and that are beneficial to what you need to see in a certain scripture. So sometimes I'll read it and that thing becomes so crystal clear to me that I can see it like it was just happening right, right, just right, right, right in front of me. So know that you're not getting a Bible scholar, okay? Let's just put that out there. So for you, chew the meats, spit out, did I say the meats? <laughs> chew the meat and spit out the bones, okay? That is the approach that I'll always have, okay? So with that said, let's go to Genesis 12. Uh, my Bible app closed, hold on. And I'm gonna look at this in certain translations, but I'm gonna start out with, I'm gonna start out with um, the new living. So right before this, it was talking about Abram's father and how he took his family and moved his family uh, on the way to uh, Canaan. But he's, he didn't get all the way there. He stopped and they settled uh, in Ur, 
of the Chaldeans. All right. So that's what that was what what happened at the end of 11. Top of 12. It was real simple. The Lord has said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land that I will show you. I'm going to read that in the NIV. The Lord has said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. Okay, and I'm going to read it in the message. God told Abram, leave your country, your family, and your father's home for a land that I will show you. Here's what stood out to me and why I feel like this is such a parallel to where I am. And it's probably, it was probably exactly where some of you are. That God is telling you to leave. And I'm not saying leave your physical location of what city you're in. It could be leave that job. Leave that thing that's been holding you back. Leave that relationship that you know ain't going nowhere. But the thing that I caught, especially when I read The New Living, is that he didn't tell him where he was to go or what he was to do. He just said, leave. And, and it started when I was looking at this earlier. It was making me think that, okay, so how did even Abraham know how, how to make the first step. So then I started wondering, going back to the end of 11, where I said his father, they, he moved his family and took them on the way to Canaan, but they stopped and settled in another city. He didn't complete the destination. So I'm wondering in my practical mind, did Abram just say, Lord, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Am I supposed to go to the east? If I'm supposed to go to the west, if I go to south, north, like how did he know even what direction to lead? Now, the other part of this, when I look at the new living, I will make you into a great nation. First of all, it's that it's all these I wills. Go to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt and all the families on earth will be blessed through you. So here's the thing. Ain't none of this happened. As a matter of fact, the more I kept digging, Abraham, Abraham well, his name is Abram here. Abram was raised in an ancestry that didn't even believe in God. That's some of you. But yet somehow God has gotten your attention that you're with me right here at this, this, this time. There's something about his voice that you know. You know it's his voice. But if you're like me, I'm going to tell on myself, if you're like me, oh, you got all the 50 million questions. 
Well, God, do I do I go to the left? How much do I take? And then I like that it says in one of the translations, it took he took his wife, Sarai, his nephew, Lot, and all his wealth. So God wasn't saying like temporary. You go and check this thing out. Come on. I'm talking to myself. He wasn't in a situation where God was like, okay, so I'm gonna let you go try this thing out. And we're gonna see how it works. It says he took everything. He picked up everything on a promise. On a promise. He took everything. He sunk everything into a promise of a God that ain't talked to him. He was raised by pagans, but he was willing to take, God told him to take everything on a promise. But it was something about God's voice to his kids. It was something of how God delivered. And here's what I love about my God. He speaks to us all differently in ways that get our attention. So he's going to speak to Patrice differently than he speaks to TJ. He's going to speak differently to Cheryl than he speaks to TJ. He knows, I always laugh, he knows if he wants TJ to do something, he's going to have to build in time. Well, I ain't going to say he's going to have to, but he knows his kid. He's going to build in time for me to ask for 50 gazillion million signs. Cause I'm going to, so if he needs me to move on September 1st, he going to start telling me on August 1st cause he knows his kids. So you know what God has already told you. You know what he's already built for you. It's in your heart. But here's what I really, really loved. Verse four. So Abram departed as the Lord instructed. Boom! That, that thing, when I read that, went off in my spirit like a sonic boom. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed. God gave him the instruction, leave. Abram was like, deuces. When are you going to get to that point? When are you going to get to the point where you're just like, deuces, I'm out. I'm out. This ain't no temporary thing. When God told me to, it, one of the hardest things that I've had to do recently was pick up and leave my life in, in LA and move it to Atlanta. Tish, who's here. God knew how hard it was going to be to the point where he spoke to Tish and basically told Tish, you're going to have to go get her, help her to get out of there. Because I was holding on. I was holding on so tightly to the life that I loved. But at the same time, God had given me a promise. And I didn't get to dictate how he fulfilled the promise. And that's where we all get caught up. We want to dictate how God, ooh, come on. Ooh, ooh, I felt that myself. We want to dictate how God fulfills the promise. 
and the order and, and me being a storyteller and working in television for as long as I did, this is especially hard for me because I want to control the narrative. I want to create the story that I want to tell. And yet God is like, dude, do you understand where you learn to be a storyteller? I am the ultimate storyteller and I can conceive plot twists and twists and turns and climaxes that your little finite mind can't even begin to comprehend. When are you going to release the pen and let me write the story I want to write about your life? And so when Tish had to come get me, she, she will tell you it was hard. And at least I had a little bit of difference from Abram is that I did know that he was he was telling me, you know, you're going to go to Atlanta. And at the time I was like, OK, I'm going to Atlanta and I kind of think of what I want to do. And then I get to Atlanta and about a week later, the world stops. And I'm stuck here. Not doing anything, not meeting anybody, not being my extroverted self and being out and getting to do anything that I love to do. So God had to just sit me down. And baby, when I tell you, I'm sure he's going to have me reveal it, what I've gone through in this in July. He's going to eventually have me reveal it. But the things that he started showing me, what he was showing me is I had to move you out of your familiar I had to move you out of the environment that you had become stagnant in. I had to remove you from all the distractions of what I needed to deal with you about. I needed to isolate you. I needed to be able to get to you without you running to your friends' houses and busying yourself up. You don't know nobody in Atlanta where you comfortable enough to go hang out at their house during this. All of your your ride and dies are basically back in L.A. The people you would ride this thing out with, they live in L.A. And so I'm going to put you in a brand new city and then I'm going to shut the darn city down, little girl. So you and I can do some stuff because I got a promise that I've given you. And you can't handle the promise in in the character that you are in right now. And so this last month, God has been really revealing the ugly that still resides in me, the unhealed hurt that still resides in me because he's in preparation for my promise. And I don't get to dictate. The only thing I get to dictate is verse four. So Abraham, Abram departed as the Lord instructed. That's all I can control. Am I going to depart or am I going to stay? Am I going to be obedient or am I going to roll on out of this joint? That's what I get to control. I get to control my obedience. What's that for you, Erica? What's that for you, Talina? Dolly, what's that for you? Andrea, what's that for you? What's that? What's that for you? What control do you need to relinquish so you can move into your promise? What control do you have to let go? What hurt do you have to let go that this high Madison, that this, this, this COVID isolation that he has us in, it's, it's for your benefit. 
What kind of time are you wasting away because you won't get quiet? You keep trying to distract yourself with Netflix and Hulu and, and Amazon Prime. And I'm telling on myself, but because <laughs> we in this together. What is it that you got to let go of so you can just do simply? So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed. Like, just sit with that. He just bounced. God didn't have to give him no explanation. Scripture doesn't say he asked 50 million, 50 gazillion questions like I would have. I'm getting better as God matures me, which is why I didn't have to ask a lot of questions to go live every day for 30 days. What do you have to let go of? Nicole, what you got to let go of? God is such a, I posted on Facebook the other day, God is such an intentional God. He's not coincidental. He's intentional. So if he's telling what I, what I had to learn, my house sold in six days. I have an apartment that I love better than my house. I do. I love my apartment way more than I loved my house. I love my area that I live. And I'm holding on to this life that I thought was better. And God was like, but if you want my promise, you got to leave as I instruct. So I didn't know all any of that until I got here. And so I'm looking at everything that God has accomplished through me in the time that I've been here and the lives that we have touched in the short time that I've been here because of the lockdown. I started finding gratitude in the lockdown. My two-year-old nephew, Sir Grayson the Great, Sir Grayson the Great, is TT baby, it's TT baby, that's my baby. He's potty training. And so when I was with him, how many of y'all have kids? How many have kids that you've potty trained? How many of you have ever had to have the need to just go to the bathroom where your bladder is overflowing because you gotta go so bad? How, how many have been in that situation where you've gotta go so badly? How about that? <laughs> so Sir Grayson, he's two, so he's potty training. And you know, as you're potty training, Every time they take a nap, get up, you rushing them to the bathroom. Jamila says she's doing it now. You rushing them to the bathroom. So on this particular day, I was on TT duty. So he'd waken up, he'd awaken from his nap, and I knew to get him up uh, to go to the potty. So I grab, you know, he's 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 awake. You know, I'm not waking him up, he's awake. And I Say, okay, Sir Grayson, let's go potty. Woo, Lord have mercy, Jesus, that baby? You would have thought I was like, let's go to the guillotine. I'm getting ready to kill you. He fought me. It was so surprising because I knew he had been asleep for three hours. And I let him wake up good. It wasn't like he was still like sleepy and halfway waking up. I let him. 
kind of get really awake and smiling and everything. So when I'm grabbing him <laughs> and I'm walking him to the bathroom and I've got him under his arms and he kicking, no, no, and he crying like real tears, no. And I'm like, I know he got to go to the bathroom. I know he has to go to the bathroom. And so I, not deterred at all, not deterred, I sit him down on his pot. He doesn't try to get up because he knows this is the routine. We ain't doing nothing new. This is the routine. And I sit him there and it wasn't even three seconds when his bladder just releases and he's fine. So I'm sitting there looking at my nephew who I love with everything that I have, the cutest little face. And he has turned back to being my nephew as opposed to some demon I didn't recognize. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, why in the world would he fight me so on something that he knows he needs to do? And the Holy Spirit goes, hmm, kind of like you. Whoa. <laughs> Say what now? And I'm like, he did all of that whining. So do you. He did all that kicking, so do you. He did all that fighting me, so do you. And yet, you know, I ain't never let you down. This ain't new. You've been here before. You know the routine. I'ma always tell you to do stuff that, that maybe make no sense, but yet you still gonna whine about it. You still going to fight me about it. And then going to look at you. It's going to turn out you're going to be released from pressure that has been building up. You're going to be released from that thing that has been keeping you up at night. You're going to be released from that situation that has got you so deep in debt that you don't even know where to turn. You're going to be released. And yet I can't just get you to sit down and do what you know you need to do and release. Who am I talking to now? Who am I talking to? Bert says, you just pulled up on my grass, kicked in the door and drank all my Kool-Aid. Who am I talking to? Who am I? I know I couldn't be by myself on this, which is why I ask you, who is here has had to go to the bathroom? That you about to explode, your stomach is hurting, and yet you're still fighting God. Their relationship is about to take you out. That overspending is about to take you out. You living above your means is about to take you out. That relationship that you still, you know he ain't good for you. You know she ain't good for you is about to take you out. That job has caused you to lose all of your hair. It's about to take you out. And you still fighting God, kicking and screaming. No, God, no, God. I know I need to let it go. I know I need to release this. 
long enough. I don't want to get up from where I'm sitting to go to release this. Like my two-year-old nephew. I know I'm not the only one who acts like a two-year-old. Now that I broke it down to you like that. I know I'm not the only one. So what is it? What is it that you need to stop whining about? What is it that you got to get out of your own head and stop whining about? Brandy says, me, child, this is confirmation. Stop acting like a two-year-old. Stop acting like a two-year-old. And I can say that to you because I've been acting like a two-year-old. Tish said, Tish says, I'm feeling about two right now. Stop whining and start. Start, and some of you have heard me teach on this before. Start is an acronym. When people ask me how I wrote my, my first book, 388 pages in a week, I tell them, how did I do it? I started. Stop talking and roll tenaciously. You gotta be tenacious with this thing. Once God, I got into my spirit that God wanted me to leave LA. Hey, Chris, once it got into my spirit that he wanted me to live, leave LA, was none stopping me. Was nothing getting in my way. It was hard. I still wanted to hold on. I still wanted to figure out, you know, can I be bi-coastal? And yet God was like, no, you out. And nothing was going to stop me. I knew I was going to cry my way all the way to Atlanta. And that was okay. Once God told me to do the HBCU bingo that some of you are aware of, and I'm sure at some point I'll get into that. Wasn't nothing going to stop me. Some of my bingo squad is here. Erica's here. Andrea's here. Patrice is here. They can tell you what nothing's stopping us. Once I decided this is what God wants, this is how he wants us to do it. What nothing going to stop us? What is that for you? What is that for you, Kiva? My HU classmate. What is that for you? Yvette. Simonia, what is that for you that you need to stop whining? Let God take you to the potty so you can release. And you think about it. Once you go, to, after you've had to go to the bathroom for so long and you've been holding it and you release it, you're going to do like my nephew does. TT. <laughs> it was like, 
I don't understand why you fight to do something that you by now should know is going to make you feel better. You got enough history. You got enough of a track record with God to know you're going to feel better after you be obedient and release this thing. To my knowledge, ain't nobody new to this. Oh, how God gets down. So why do we have to whine so long? And again, I'm not pointing the finger at you. I'm pointing the finger at me. So my prayer is, Lord, help me to get to the okay. So Abram did. So TJ departed quicker, sooner. Help me to get to that point quicker and sooner. So we don't have to spend a whole bunch of time of me asking 50 million signs. Now, I do get those moments where I'm like, OK, yeah, he didn't say that in a way that he got time for my little gains and my little doubt. He ain't got time for that. So I, I best get some get right real quick. Hey, Tawana. Tawana says, this is good stuff, as always, hopped on at the right time. Am I stepping on your toe? Yvette says, why you have to call me out? Now I have to move forward, because that's what I'm here for. You got to hook your train to my caboose and let's go. There are people hurting. There are people in desperate need of what gifts you're sitting on that you have to start dealing with. Tish says, I'm rarely speechless, but tonight I'm sucking my thumb curled up on my couch. Good, Tish, because people are waiting for what you got. I think that's my heart. I think that's my heart. I think I'm complete and have said what God put in, in my spirit. And like I said at the beginning... I don't know the full purpose. I don't know the full plan, but my instinct and my gut tells me there's about to be a mighty move right now and what's going to happen with us in these last, in these next 30 days of us spending time together. So if this is beneficial to you, please share it. Please pray for me as I'm learning how to do spiritual warfare. Um, I like this. Uh, get real, be free. Said, Lord, how do I get to quote? So Ramisha departed as the Lord instructed. That's what. Thank you, uh, Ramisha. That's what we have to get to. How do we get to that point? Where is so TJ departed as the Lord instructed? So TJ obeyed as the Lord instructed. So TJ let go as the Lord instructed. So please pray. Because here's what I do know about learning of what I've learned about spiritual warfare in the last three weeks. Satan ain't going to be happy. He ain't going to be happy at all. Because there are some bondages that's getting ready to be broken. There are some things that are getting ready to be res restored. There are some people that are getting ready to be reconciled. There are promises that are going to be fulfilled and he ain't going to be happy, which means he going to come for me all kinds of direct directions. 
He's going to come for me left and right. And I'll say this. Here's what I've learned in the last, in July, is that I really underestimated Satan. I didn't take him seriously. So I've never been one to even give him, not the credit, that's not what I mean, but really take seriously his job description. And at the top of July, God told me, it's time for you to arm up. Your destiny is at stake. We get ready to do battle. And so for those of you who really are people who are prey warriors, I'm gonna need you to cover my tea lights. I'm gonna need you to intercede for my tea lights because what I do know is that there are things that are getting ready to be shifted in this atmosphere and that the dark world will not be happy because we're waking up and we're waking up so that people recognize God's glory and God's love and can change lives. I've learned how to pray differently. I've learned how to tarry with the spirit. I've learned how to hear differently because God told me where I'm going, it's a whole other level. So there are things that I'm looking back that I fought in the natural. And God was like, no, babe, you got to start fighting in the spirit. Arm up. This is a different kind of battle. So for those of you here who understand that, because I would not be one of those people that would raise my hand because God had matured me that way. God showed, told me I've had a passive kind of walk with him and it's time to get aggressive and proactive. And so for those of you who understand that, because full transparency, I didn't, because I didn't think that I've been doing something so out there that I would even be on Satan's radar. God laughed, like, are you kidding me? Do you know how many people you are attached to? Of course he's coming for you. He came for you when your grandmother tried to abort you. He came for you when he tried to, your husband tried to kill you. Of course he's been coming for you. You just been sleep. And I admit that. I've been sleep. And so this is a season where God had to wake me up so I can arm myself for battle. Because what I determined that Satan can't have nobody that God has assigned to me. I will stand in the gap. I will intercede and I will rock and roll with him. Tish says, but you woke now. Yes, Tish, I'm awake and I'm conscious of the moves that he's been making. I, I look back and I'm like, oh, see, I just thought that was the person. I just, I just thought that was the person I was fighting. No, that's a, that's a spirit that I'm fighting. But it's time for us, some of us, if some of you is not your season, 
I've, it's taken me 47 years. So I don't want you beating up on yourself. I, please don't. This is not what this is about. But it's taken me 47 years to get this. And it takes a special kind of person. I was having a conversation with one of my friends earlier today. Um, and she was explaining to me, that's been her job. God has called her for spiritual warfare. So he ain't called me to that until now. I've been operating just on the favor. Now he's like, no, baby, you better grab your sword, grab your breastplate, grab your helmet. We about to go to battle. Because what I'm calling you to do and what my promise requires, the minions in the dark world are coming for it. Because it ain't about you. It's about what I'm calling you to do with my kids. So you better arm up. And let's go. And let me show you how to fight. Let me show you how to war. Let me show you how to pray. I thought I had been praying decently. <laughs> and God was like, no, there's a whole other level. There's levels to this. Let me show you a whole other level of how to access my full authority so that by your words, the angels are in activation mode. By your words that you speak, by your words that you declare, angels start dispersing from your words. So if that is you, I recognize this ain't everybody because until this season, it wouldn't have been for me. I wouldn't have been signing up for this. But if that is you for the month of August, what I learned today is that I need an intercessory team um, out of my conversation with my friend. If that is you, cover my tea lights. Cover them. Cover me because Satan ain't going to be happy. He is not going to be happy about what my voice through these next 30 days is going to release in y'all. Not just me. In y'all. And here's what I know. I got them kind of silent assassins. Like this particular woman, I had no idea she had been covering me the whole month of June because of what God had shown her with HBCU bingo. So she was on her face battling for me and I didn't even know because she's one of them silent assassins. Jamila says it's a heavy responsibility, yet he knows who his worthy vessels are. Keisha says, I was thinking about you from the reverse engineer your story class in 2016. It, That's one of my Periscope people. That's one of my Periscope people. And I did something in 2016 that in 2020, somebody is telling me that I changed their lives. So I'm excited about what God is going to do in this season, in 2020. What kind of things he's going to do in y'all because of the obedience of me right now, having no clue. <laughs> All right, so with that said, I'm going to pray us out. Uh, Lord God, I thank you. I thank you for my tea lights. I thank you for the assignment. 
I thank you for your patience. I thank you for never giving up on me. Even when I completely blew it, I thank you that you are the God that forgives and fixes. I thank you for the privilege to love on your kids in this season. I thank you for every single household that is represented here. I thank you for your direction. I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your favor. I just thank you, God. I thank you for technology, for me to be able to reach people, not just around the, the U.S., but a real kid. I belong to you. Help my light shine so brightly that while they are in darkness, they can still step over into just being the light that you are shining through me. I thank you for every opportunity you have presented. I thank you, Lord, that right now in this moment, in the name of Jesus, there are bonds that have been broken. There are addictions that are being released and just broken up. There are ways that are changing. There's a hunger coming from you. That these people recognize that they can't do life the way they did it before tonight. That something has to change for them to get to their promise. Help them to realize that their promise requires growth. Their promise requires a process of growth. It didn't, they didn't get here at this point overnight. So God help them in some areas to be be gentle on themselves that it's not going to be an overnight thing and some things you want to release instantly but there's others they walked into it that they don't have to walk out of it so help them lord to accept your forgiveness help them to forgive themselves for what they didn't know and now that they know better they're going to do better i Pray, Lord, right now that you bind that spirit of depression that is floating around because of the circumstances that we're in. And I release freedom in your name, Jesus. You said I can come before you and ask anything. So I'm asking for your people to be released from any negativity, any pain, any sadness that is overtaking them to the point where it's just dark. Let this moment, this window of time be a light for them. And that they show up every day getting what they need from me. You have recharged me. You have restored me. My cup is overflowing, so I'm ready to pour and to give to them whatever they need. So I thank you, Lord, for the honor of serving you in this way. I pray, Lord, that you bless my mind, open my mind to see scriptures in ways that it paints a picture for them vividly. That they know God's got me. I'm not a lost cause. It ain't over. 
I'm going to try this one more time, God, simply because you told me to. I thank you, Lord God. And we are in excited anticipation of what you get ready to do for the month of August. God, you blew my mind in June with the HBCU bingo. You blew my mind, God, with the people that you surrounded me with. So that same energy, I know you're going to come through for these tea lights in August. That we're going to have an epic month. That we will look back in 2021, in August of 2020, and be like, yo, that season was dope. God showed up. We banded together. We covered one another. We loved on one another. So we thank you. I pray, Lord, that you just continue to give me direction of what to do next. Open my ears and have my let my spirit be completely open and my spiritual glasses on constantly so that I can hear and receive and direct and lead in the way that you would have me to go. I don't take their trust for granted, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that they have let me in their heart for this season. So help me to go equip them to do bigger and better things than they ever thought was imaginable. We lay everything at your feet. We surrender everything to you. And we'll see you tomorrow, Lord God, at the same time, same place. Love on your kids and give them all the biggest hug from TJ that is possible. In Jesus' name, amen. Whew. All right, y'all. I'll see you tomorrow. Same time. Um, don't hesitate to inbox me if there's anything in particular that you want me to cover, talk about, explore, give thoughts on. And um, let's do the darn thing. We're going to do this together for the month of August. It's an August of TJ, an August full of TJ. That's all I got right now. I don't have a a, a real good name for it. So that's all I came up with. So we're just going to rock with that in August full of TJ. <laughs> all right. Um, that's it. I love you guys. Let's count it down. In 10, let me know, is there anything else I need to, to see in the chat? I haven't, I was praying. So, you know, I had my eyes uh, closed. God placed a hedge of protection around TJ and everyone connected to her. Thank you so much for that, that Bert. Um, uh, and 10, anything I need to know that I missed that I need to know immediately. Nine, I think this went pretty well considering this was my first time using this platform. Yay! Eight, seven, six, five. I love you, Tish. Thanks for always rolling with a sister. Four. Three, Tamisha says that's a great name. So we're gonna rock with an August full of TJ. That's what we're gonna we're gonna stick with Tamisha. Uh three, two. Thank you, Instagram, for rolling with me too. Mwah. One. I'll see you tomorrow, y'all. Bye. Well, that's it. Hopefully you enjoy what my TT shared with you. And like she always says, let's go out and make God smile. And don't forget to hug somebody. It's T2 Mercer signing off now.
See y'all later. Well, that's it. Hopefully you enjoy what my TT shared with you. And like she always says, let's go out and make God smile. And don't forget to hug somebody. It's T2 Mercer signing off now. See y'all later.